Welcome back to another Gear in Review. Uh, I'm Bobby Ratu, and on the other side of the microphone is Mark Berry. Say what's up. Hey, everybody. So each week we like to talk about gear and gadgets, and we have some fun stuff today. But before we get started, just a quick reminder to go over to touchpoint.health to check out all the other podcasts that we have got up and running. Lots of fun stuff happened today on Touchpoint. We got a new show coming out um, that uh, actually is out right now. Go check out our friend that's doing DataPoint. That is being uh, put up and hosted by Mr. Greg Matthews, healthcare data analytics and strategist. He is super awesome, so check out DataPoint. So anyway, today... Back to it, the topic is the new viral light. Mark and I have been having a hard time saying it correctly. Yes. Viral. It sounds it's like viral. Viral, viral. Viral. Yes. It's spelled W-I-R-A-L. And the company is called Viral Cam. Although it's safe to say the viral will go viral. It could go viral. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So about a year ago, um, I made a pledge to Viral Light's Kickstarter program, and I would assume it, I think it was about a year ago. I th- was it about a year ago that I did this, do you think? I think it was about a year ago, and I think you told me recently it was fully funded within four minutes. Yeah, so it's now fully funded, and um, we received it in the mail, and when we unpacked it, we were super intrigued, and now we've tested it today, and so we're super excited. So what is Viral Light? Um, we have a drone that allows us to fly our cameras into very unique positions, but the best way to describe the Viral Light, how, how would you describe it, Mark? Uh, the simplest way I would describe it is a zip line for a camera. That is a good way. And, and when you we unboxed it, what did you see? Well, when we first unboxed it, it it looked like uh, like like any other piece of video gear. You know, it had a bunch of components to it. We were both wondering how they all fit together. And after a few online tutorials, we eventually got it set up, and it looks like a, a, a scaled down zip line. Yeah, so it's basically a zip line for cameras. Like I can mm-hmm. think, as a kid, I was at the YMCA camp where you go and you ride a zip line into the water from the top of the mountain. This is a zip line for cameras, and uh, one of the first things that we noticed is first, it's compact. Yeah, it is very, very compact. It is compact enough to put into a backpack. Um, the, it has a line, an actual zip line that goes with it that you roll up and you can attach to two different sides to get it attached and then tighten it. Then it has the actual piece that hangs on the line with a motor in it that allows it to zip back and forth. And then you can hang in almost any camera up to, what was it? Five kilos? Was that what it was? Yeah, you could put a five kilo camera on it, and just for the record, a kilo is about a pound and a quarter. So, so um, about six pounds. So about six pounds, a little over about six and a quarter pounds. And so we were looking, and we immediately were like, "Let's put the five D Mark Four on it." We have a five D Mark Three, but we put the five D Mark Four on it, and we put a sixteen by thirty five two point eight lens on it. And what was it like when we uh, put it on there and started uh, moving it back and forth? Well, we were definitely intrigued. 
Um, we got some pretty cool shots with it right out of the box. Yeah, so it allows you to hang it. We also hung a DJI Osmo, yeah. uh, which is basically the handheld uh, camera with a gimbal on top. And we hung it on there, and it has a stabilizer built into it. So it would allow us to take that uh, camera and send it down the line, um, mm-hmm. and it would stabilize. Pretty cool stuff. Um, what what were some of the first things that you noticed, Mark, that as soon as we hung it and started going back and forth? Well, first of all, I'd like to say uh, uh, they claim this thing can go up to 100 meters. I'm really interested to try that out. Yeah. How long is – we got two sets of line with it. One is 100 meters, right? Yeah. And one is probably maybe half of that, I would guess. Yeah, something like that. It's so a smaller one. It's a smaller one. So mm-hmm. it can hang the camera. And the first thing that I noticed was that we – with the drone – um, you have to really think about where the propellers are when you fly it close to objects. Mm-hmm. With this, we could actually put the camera on a zip line and make it go past through a door with about maybe a, millim- a couple millimeters worth of clearance on one side in order to get that really unique uh, shot. And we have it hung from one side of our office through two doors to the other side, and we've been zipping it back and forth with some really cool shots. Um, yeah, and you know, we we've just been playing around with this a little bit, but uh, you know, if you, it seems like if you set this thing up right and you really think through the shot, you can get some stuff that, unless someone knows you're using a viral, there's no way they can figure out how you got that shot. Right. What? Um, t- let's talk about what are some of the cameras do you think that we can hang on this on this viral uh, light. Uh, anything, anything we got in our arsenal, as long as it's not over five kilos. So let's list them out. Maybe a GoPro. GoPro would do excellent on it. Um, we put an Osmo on it. Yep. It also comes with an attachment to put your iPhone on it. Mm-hmm. You can put the iPhone gimbal on it. Um, you can also, uh, the Osmo mobile with the iPhone gimbal on yep. it. And also just put an iPhone. It has an attachment to squeeze the iPhone and attach it directly to it. Right. Um, what are the cameras? We put the 5D Mark IV with a lens on it, right? Yeah, we put the 5D Mark IV with a 16 millimeter lens on it. That's a pretty heavy lens. And it, it made a really cool shot. And I'd like to say one cool thing about putting the Osmo on it, and I saw you kind of playing around with it, is that we're able to turn the gimbal in different directions and get some really cool shots from different vantage points. Yeah, that's right. Because we can we can spin that camera around and it stabilizes it regardless of where it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've posted it already, but we got one shot where it's pointing off to the side as opposed to, you know, the traditional front-facing Shots you see a lot of people do with the viral, and it's pointed off to the side, and it looked really cool. Yeah, that makes me think about the shots that people might get if you hung it, like for instance, inside of a uh, a wooded area from yeah. trees to tree, and you've got someone riding a bike down a track through um, through some trees. Yeah, you can run this camera beside a uh, a bike. And get shots as it's going through the trees. So you got trees going in the foreground, and you're just zipping through it as long as you can just zip it from one place to the next. Yeah, one of the first uh, promotional videos I saw for the viral what took place in a forest. And when I first saw the video, I thought it was a drone video. But then I s- noticed the tree went under uh, branches through really tight spaces, and I was like, "How are they shooting this 
shot. And it turns out it was the viral. The other shot that I saw is that it was going uh, in the promotion. They've got it attached to a uh, building, and it's actually going through the windows of a car. So it flies uh, down the zip line through the side window, through the center of the car, out the other side window, and ke- keeps on going. Yeah, uh, it would be now. There's a lot of drone artists out there and uh, pilots that would say, "Man, I could do that with a drone," mm-hmm. but you're having to navigate the propellers and worrying you're going to hit something. Whereas with this, it's completely, um, uh, you know, exactly where it's going to go, and you can fly a camera right through it. Let's talk real quick. A lot of people on this podcast are um, content creators and healthcare mm-hmm. uh, content creators. Let's talk about what it could be used in the healthcare space. What would be some fun applications that we could see it being used? Well, I could think of it being used in the case of like a virtual tour. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Talk about what what do you imagine there? Well, strain across the entire length of this physician practice and just run that camera straight through there. <laughs> no, that's kind of cool. How about like through, um, uh, let's say you're doing a really busy emergency room. You yeah. could fly it through the center of emergency room, catching catching the busyness of an emergency room. You could, yeah. Um, yeah. A virtual tour going down maybe the hallway of a maternity ward to show all the different rooms yeah. um, that are available uh, down a maternity ward. What what's what would be some other fun things? Well, those are some really practical examples. You know, there's some luxurious examples too. This is kind of a luxury product in a way. It just adds that extra flair of aesthetics to whatever you're trying to do. I could almost think of it. You know, it's got a hundred meter cord. You know, you could set it up in the lobby of your of your hospital and just have it fly out from the lobby and reveal the entire uh, facility if you wanted to. I mean, th- these are shots you can't really do any other way. And it's, I'm so new to it. I was just introduced to it today. I mean, I'm interested to see what else it can do. Yeah. We're having, our brains are going crazy with all the opportunities. Um, One of the things that I think is interesting is the price point. Um, You immediately asked me, well, how much did we pay for this? Mm -hmm. And I, and actually I got in early on the Kickstarter. So I got a really um, a cheaper price. I think I spent three hundred bucks on it. Yeah. Um, but you can pre-order it now at viralcam.com. That's w-i-r-a-l-c-a-m.com, and they are uh, right now are running it for three hundred and fifty bucks on pre-order. So um, when you think about it, you know, you said it's a luxury item, but now, you know, from a production, it's a luxury item, but from a cost perspective. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You buy a GoPro for three hundred bucks, true, and you, you pop a or three fifty, and you buy this. I mean, you've got a cool little video setup for what you want to do. Yeah, and I don't want to deter anyone from considering it, but I will say this: when I first started playing around with this thing, I was very reminiscent of the very first DJI drone because I remember when the first drone came out. Uh, we all thought it was it was great, but then DJI came out with another drone that was ten times better. And I just feel like the viral. I feel like this is the viral one, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. They are just getting started. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a viral two by this time next year that had a thousand more features. So feel free to go ahead and get this one. But I 
I just feel like this is the beginning. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some things that um, we notice immediately that we're going to have to introduce into our production workflow. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the cameras are hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. So in post-production, we've got to rotate the camera uh, shot 180 degrees. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, that's something I'm kind of used to doing anyway. I sh- I've shot a lot of stuff with the Ronin upside down. And it's, a, it's an easy fix. You just rotate it 180 degrees and it's like any other shot. Uh, it's a really simple thing to do. Even the most, uh, if you just have a basic understanding of an editing program, you can do it. So, yeah, the second thing that I noticed that we had discussions about immediately was the Osmo with a stabilizer on it versus hanging the uh, 5D Mark IV, mm-hmm. which is non stabilized. Right. And, you know, any zip line, it's going to kind of wa- go back and forth. Yeah. Um, if you're, uh, if anything touches it or, so you're going to get some movement out of that line. Not a lot if you run it fast, but right. you use the, uh, Adobe, uh, stabilization, um, trick. Talk about that real quick. Uh, when we put the 5D Mark IV in a heavy lens. Well, yeah, Premiere Pro, everyone that uses Premiere Pro knows about warp stabilizer. It's just a drag and drop, uh, motion stabilization, add-on and it works pretty good right out of the box there's some parameters you can adjust but i i dragged and dropped it on the viral footage from the 5d and it turned it into a really smooth shot yeah that's really cool so i mean it's not like um this is something that you know uh doesn't uh will hold you back in your production it's you know a lot of the software allows you to flip the shots and even stabilize it a little bit um So uh, recommendations, uh, who do you recommend this for? Who who are the people that would consider going out and spending the money on this and playing with it? I would recommend this to people who want to get that really nice drone-centric shot, but they might not want to go out and buy a drone. Huh. And especially if you're doing it commercially, which I don't know – what in-house uh, departments fall under that may be that may fall under the umbrella of commercial usage, but you can get uh, drone shots with this thing without having to get a drone, without having to get a drone license, and it, it'll give you pretty much the same effect depending on what you're trying to achieve. Very cool. I, I see this as an opportunity for both inside and outside, yeah. especially the fact that they ship the iPhone connection to it. Mm-hmm. That you know the average person that is willing to spend some time hooking it up and getting it ready can put their iPhone on it and get a really cool shot without getting a big camera out. What do you think about that? Well, with this model, I really think this model just thrives with smaller cameras. GoPro, iPhone, the Osmo. I mean, this thing, you saw it earlier. It just zings. I mean, the wireless has some speed to it. Uh, you know, we, we did use the 5D on it. It can work with the 5D, but I feel like uh, they're going to add more features to future models to accommodate larger cameras. But for this one, uh, it, it's perfect for the smaller cameras. It can handle it. It's fast and you can get some really cool footage. Very cool, man. Well, uh, this is a great, great uh, topic to talk about because it's another piece in the arsenal for you content creators. Yeah. It's a really cool toy, a low cost, a barrier to entry, and can be a lot of fun for a lot of content creators doing new things. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. This is, once again, this is Bobby Ratu. Um, and right over there on the other side of the microphone is Mark Berry. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Thanks for another great gear review, and we will see you next time, or talk to you next time, actually. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. 
Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.